Chapter 13 The storm passed and early morning came, Wani-chan and Nodoka-san are still not found. No one had any sleep, everyone waited all night for any news. Sawako-sensei prepared food but it had hardly been touched, so she's making everyone tea now. Aunt Ryoko held Nodoka-san's glasses and not once did she put it down, Mom just looked out the window all this time, staring at the sea and watching Sumuji-san's guards search around the beach. Dad and Uncle stayed in one corner and just talked. Sumuji-san just finished calling the school to inform them of our absence today and Mio-san just continued to stick by her side. Ritsu-san has been on the phone as well all morning, I'm pretty sure she's updating Mika-san about what happened. Me? Thanks to Azusa-chan I'm able to stay calm this long. But I know this won't last, I hope we get some good news soon. Everyone waited in silence that morning, very hopeful that they'll hear the news they want. Sawako and Muji served tea to help them stay calm a little longer. And it was nearly noon when Miyuki and Ryoko couldn't wait anymore. I want to look for Yui, Miyuki said, as she stood up from her seat, feeling impatient. Me too. I want to look for my daughter, said Ryoko and the rest also agreed on it without hesitation. As they prepare to search the beach again, one of Muji's guards arrives with some news. Oju-sama. What is it? Do you have any news? Muji asked eagerly, and everyone anticipated as well. Ah, uh, gee good morning, he greeted and showed his respect, yes. We have found them. A big thorn was pulled out from their hearts and gave them great relief. It was the news they'd been waiting to hear for ages, worry instantly turned into joy among them. Well? Where are they? Miyuki asked excitedly. They're still in the medical tent with the doctors. Why? Did they get hurt? Muji asked worriedly. Ano Ojusama. We found them with no injuries whatsoever. I see, Muji let out a breath of relief. But they weren't breathing, the guard continued. What, everyone said in unison. Uh, but the doctors were able to revive them. Could you tell us everything already and not give us an emotional roller coaster ride? Sawako said irritably. All right. My apologies. They're both still unconscious, but they're fine. Dr. Haruka and her team are still doing some tests just to make sure before we bring them here, he explained. Owenichan's all right. You I started to cry, Azusa-chan, she and Nodoka-san are alive. I know, thank goodness, Azusa cried as well and so did everyone else. But, the guard resumed again. What is it this time? Ritsa said, don't tell me they're in coma or something like that. Um and no, it's just that. Just what? It's just that, when we found them on the other side of the beach, they were sitting under a palm tree. So? We just find it strange, because the tree was several meters away from the beach. Also, when you get washed up on the shore, you'd usually just lay there until help arrives, or you gain consciousness. Well maybe one of them carried the other, to the tree. There were trails on the sand that indicate they're both dragged to the tree.
With a raised eyebrows Muji said, so you mean to say someone else put them there? Yes, but there were no footprints. What are you saying? That a ghost dragged them out of the water and put them under the tree? Ritsu said. Gee ghost? Mio then hid behind Muji, T there's no G ghost here right Muji? Of course not Mio-chan, Muji reassured, I think. What? We still don't know for sure, but we suspect that there's a trespasser in the area, so we've closed all entrances and exits for now to search for the intruder. Is that so? Thank you for your hard work, Muji complimented. Is it okay if we see them now? Ui asked the guard. I'm not sure if the doctors will allow you, but I will take you there. Medical Tent Upon arriving at the tent and asking permission, the friends and family were allowed to see the two and seeing them both alive and well already made them cry. Thank you doctor, thank you so much, Miyuki said to one doctor nearby. She just smiled and bowed her head in response. She then went to Muji to have a talk with her. It seems you guys had quite an adventure last night, Muji-chan. Muji-chan. Mio felt surprised to see a pretty doctor who seemed familiar with her girlfriend. You can say that Haruka-san, Muji replied while wiping some tears in her eye. The doctor took out her handkerchief and gave it to Muji, which Mio sort of hated. Thank you. So how are they? asked Muji. Well they were dead when the guards found them, but thankfully we were able to save them. And aside from that there were no injuries anywhere, they're perfect, the doctor said. Thank goodness. But they're too perfect, Dr. Haruka added. What do you mean Haruka-san? For starters, if they did swim last night out in the sea in the middle of a storm, the water temp that time would probably be between 10 to 15 degrees Celsius or even less that could cause death within an hour if they didn't get out immediately. Also, having your body exposed to such cold conditions for a long time would cause you to have hypothermia, but they didn't have it. When they brought them here their temperatures are normal, as if they didn't stay out in the rain and drown in the ocean last night. So in short, they should really be dead by now, but here they are 15 hours later alive and breathing and reviving them was too easy, we didn't even put too much effort in doing CPR. We got them breathing again in less than 10 seconds, the doctor explained. This is the first time I've encountered such patients, and this is the first time I feel strange to say that they're fine. Not even a simple fever from being out in the rain for so long. Mio and Muji were also surprised by what they heard. But how can that be? Muji asked. It's a miracle, Ritsu, who was listening nearby, suddenly said, there's no other way to explain it. The three of them looked at her, and the doctor said with a smile, I guess that's it. Miracles are the only supernatural things that doctors believe in. Yeah, Muji said with a gentle smile and looked at her two friends, no matter what the explanation is as long as they're fine, that's enough. So Muji-chan, the doctor put an arm around her shoulder, how are you going to explain all of this to your father? Dr. Haruka asked. He'll definitely notice when you use this much resources, don't you think? 
And I heard you've been using the power of the Kotobuki name to get what you want lately. Mio's happy face about her friend's good condition disappeared because of her jealousies taking over, making her show a negative kind of expression on her face. That's true, I guess I did abuse my power a little too much, but I didn't do it for personal gain. I'll take responsibility for all it and just worry about the rest later when father arrives, Muji answered. So mature, but carefree as ever. Well I guess my work here is done, I'll see you around Muji-chan, Dr. Haruka said and patted Muji on the head before exiting the tent. While fixing her hair, Muji noticed how Mio looked and immediately knew what's wrong. You easily get jealous, don't you? Well who wouldn't? I mean she's all familiar with you and stuff. She's just a family friend. Also, she's pretty, has a fit body, good complexion, nice hair, a doctor. Oh really? Seems to me like you really checked her out. Eh? I can't believe you've been looking at her pretty face, nice body, nice hair and good complexion. Wait Muji that's not. I should be the one jealous here. Humph. Muji said and turned around to go out of the tent. A-A-W-8 Muji. You really did it now, Mio, Ritsu commented. Mio ignored her best friend and ran after Muji. Everything seemed to naturally go back to normal little by little now that we're certain Wanichan and Nodoka-san are alright. They're still not waking up, but the doctors said they're just sleeping so our parents decided to have them sleep comfortably on a bed back at the beach house after the doctors said it's okay. Now, we can all rest easy, well some of us. There are still some issues between Aunt Ryoko and Uncle Sotaru, but I'm sure they'll be able to fix it. Balcony Ryoko was drinking tea and taking it easy on the balcony, just enjoying the view of the beach. After Nodoka and Yui have been found she feels a whole lot better like everyone else. Thank God they're safe, it's over, and there's only one thing left to do, she thought to herself. Ryoko, someone called behind her. She knew who it was and didn't bother turning around, what do you want, Satoru? Ryoko, I want to say, I'm sorry. I won't change my mind Satoru, Ryoko said before taking a sip of her tea and putting it down on the table beside her. Please, Ryoko, let's talk about this. There's nothing to talk about. But Ryoko you're being unreasonable, you can't simply throw away our years of marriage because of one incident. That one incident almost cost us our child's life and it's all because of you. And you're saying I'm unreasonable? Ryoko finally lost her cool and raised her voice as she finally turned around to face him, making everyone inside the beach house over here. But she's safe now. Yeah, and it's no thanks to you. You're right, and I'm sorry. I don't care. I don't care if you're sorry or if you perform seppuku right now as an apology. I want you away from our lives. But Ryoko if we got divorced, think of Nodoka. I am. I always have, what about you? Have you thought of her, ever? Since you found out about them? As Satoru looked down feeling more ashamed than ever and couldn't think of anything to say. 
You know me, Satoru, if I said I'll do something I'll do it. If we divorced, she and Yui-chan will be happy and most importantly safe, not forced to put their lives on the line ever again to have happiness. Is it that easy for you to let go of everything? It was easy for you to simply throw away and forget all the care, love and understanding you had for those two, so why should it be hard for me to let go of all those things I have for you too? Ryoko said and walked back to the beach house, not looking at her husband as she passed by him. And Satoru couldn't do anything but to just let his wife walk past him. He didn't know what else to do and how he would make up to his wife and change her mind. Everyone inside pretended they didn't hear or see anything when they saw Ryoko coming back inside and went back to whatever they were doing. She knew that they were watching, but she ignored them all when she stepped in and just headed straight to the kitchen, while Satoru just made his way to the beach. The Hirasawa family, who was standing nearby together with Azusa, was affected by their issue given how close their families are with each other. Dad, shouldn't we do something? Yui worriedly asked her parents. I can't blame Yoko-chan since she does have a point in her argument, Miyuki said, feeling a bit mad at Satoru as well, it was because of him that Yui was forced to do this. He was too strict, also it was heartless of him to say such words towards Nodoka-chan who just jumped off the cliff to save Yui. Mom. But, Miyuki continued, Satoru-kun is right as well. If they get divorced, Nodoka-chan might get deeply affected by it. You're right, but what do we do? Kiyoshi asked. What can we do? This is Yoko-chan we're talking about, once she decides on something she will not back out. Can't you talk to her? Convince her or something? You two are close friends after all, Kiyoshi said and got both Yui and Miyuki's attention. Why yeah, I, I'll see what I can do, Miyuki said feeling uneasy. By the way mom, Yui suddenly said. Why yes. What is it? I saw you in a Sakura High yearbook the other day. I is that so? Yeah, and I saw at Ryoko as well, she was a member of the track and field. Why didn't you tell us that you two attended Sakura High before? H huh? D didn't I mention it before? No you didn't. W well I guess I'm getting old after all. That's right, we both went to the same high school together. Yoko-chan's always been the athletic type so she was in track and field while I was a member of the cooking club. She and your aunt Ryoko are childhood friends actually, Kiyoshi added, if I'm not mistaken, since kindergarten right? Huh? Uh, why yeah? T that's right. Just like Yui-senpai and Nodoka-senpai, Azusa said, that's amazing. Well, I, I'll go check on how Yoko-chan is doing, Miyuki said and hurriedly walked away. And Yui eyed her mother suspiciously, why was she so troubled? It seems she didn't have any intention of telling us that in the first place. Come to think of it, Auntie never mentioned it before as well, does that mean she's hiding it too? But, why? Why keep it a secret? If anything, such information is not such a big deal anyway, but the fact that they hid it from us means, there's more to it. I want to find out what it is. You I. Is something wrong? 
Azusa asked after seeing Yui watch her mom walk away. Sorry Azusa-chan, there's something I need to do, said Yui and just left. Leaving Azusa and Kiyoshi alone. Why, Yui? Azusa called not wanting to be left alone with Kiyoshi, but Yui didn't turn around. Kiyoshi realized it as well, thus leaving both of them in an awkward situation. Not knowing what to say, they just stood in their spot confused on whether they should just leave or at least make a conversation before leaving, but what do I say? They both said to themselves. And after a minute of awkward silence Kiyoshi was the first one to talk. So, you're, Azusa-chan? Why yes, Azusa shyly said, Enakano Azusa, Ena nice to meet you, sir. Hirasawa Kiyoshi. And nice to meet you too. Why yes. Yui mentioned you before. Oh oh. She said that you two are, d-dating, longer than Yui and Nodoka-chan. T that's right s sir, Azusa never felt so nervous in her whole life. So, h how long? S since this s spring, sir. Oh, that long. Why yes. And after that, they were back again from where they started, being awkward. Will Aunt Ryoko and Uncle Satoru really divorce? Is there anything we can do? Will Auntie never change her mind? These questions ran through my mind as I waited for Wanichan and Nodoka-san to wake up. And the list goes on when I see Mom start acting strange. What are Mom and Auntie hiding from us? Why are they hiding it? I want to have answers to these questions soon, especially to the ones regarding Mom and Aunt Ryoko. Chapter 14 Yui followed her mom and spied on her while she was talking to Ryoko in the kitchen, hungry for some answers to her questions. She waited patiently, sitting by the kitchen's doorway, trying her best to stay hidden from her mom and aunt. She was lucky that there weren't any doors this time to prevent her from hearing their conversation, despite them talking in a low voice. Kitchen Yoko-chan I'm fine Yuki-chan, said Ryoko before finishing her glass of water, I really hate him. Are you really pushing through with the divorce? Don't tell me you're taking a side. It's not that, in fact I'm mad at him too, but I'm just worried about Nodoka. Will she be okay about this? She's only a teenager. I know Yuki-chan, but I want to keep Nodoka-chan away from him before that bastard could do any more damage. But Yoko-chan, keeping her away from her father and having her live a life with divorced parents wouldn't be good for her, you know that. Like I said, she's only a child. She's 17, but sometimes she talks like she's 23. She's always so calm and level-headed in dealing with whatever situation that comes her way. She's really smart and mature, I know it'll probably be hard on her, but I'm sure she'll be able to understand that there are certain things that have to happen," Ryoko then chuckled before continuing, the only time that she's not her calm and mature self is when it's about Yui-chan. It looks like I can't change your mind, Yoko-chan. You can take his side if you're really against it. Why would I do that? If that's what you really want to do, I'll help you and support you with it," Miyuki said with a smile. Thanks Yuki-chan. 
by the way Yoko-chan. What is it? You I said something earlier. What? She said she saw us in the Sakura High yearbook the other day. Ryoko's reaction was no different from Miyuki's when her youngest mentioned it earlier. I knew it. And from that UI, who was watching and listening nearby, was able to confirm that they were really hiding something. Now, tell me what it is. And. Ryoko asked worriedly. She asked why I didn't tell her and Yui about it. Well? What did you say? I just pretended that I forgot to mention it. Then Kiyoshi suddenly told her that they were childhood friends. That four eyes. Yoko-chan. Right. Sorry. Anyway, that's all what Yui learned, but she's really suspicious, Yoko-chan. Don't worry. Just don't say anything more, if she asks to answer calmly, okay? Okay. Ui what are you doing, a question suddenly heard by the two mothers, instantly revealing Ui's location and her plan. Aritsu-san. Ui said nervously as she thought of an excuse, I, uh, I slipped. Really? Are you okay? Why yeah, said Ui before standing up. Well be careful okay, said Ritsu then left right away. Yes. Thank you, Yui said to her senior then took a deep breath, before facing the two mothers who were looking at her confusingly. Yui. How long have you been there? Miyuki asked, worriedly. Long enough, Yui answered. Oh you've been spying, Ryoko said, looking unfazed. You seem to be starting to get a hang of it since the last time we did it. Yoko-chan, you taught her how to eavesdrop on other people's conversation? Miyuki asked irritably. I didn't teach her anything, said Ryoko defensively, I just, you know showed her and we did it together once. She's a fast learner you know, and that's not my fault anymore. Blame Kiyoshi for that. Don't bring my husband into this. That's always your thing. So that's why she was listening by Yui's door four days ago when their friend came by. I can't believe you'd do this. Hey, how is it still my fault if your daughter has so much curiosity? T they re-arguing? They really do get along. Excuse me, I'm still here, Yui said, getting back their attention, please try not to run away by changing the subject. Also, I think it's really not that much of an issue if I listen to what other people are talking about as long as it's important for me. Oh well said, Ryoko complimented while clapping. You taught her that too, didn't you? Miyuki eyed her suspiciously. I swear I didn't. Before they could change the topic again, Yui immediately made her move to stop them. So you two really are hiding something. Yui brought the conversation back to the earlier topic and looked at them seriously, letting them know that she means business. And the best friends realized it as well that there's no escaping and they have no choice but to face the young Hirasawa. Miyuki, feeling nervous, said, Yui whatever you heard, that's not. That's right, Ryoko just said and interrupted Miyuki. Wah! 
Yoko-chan. What? She already heard so there's no point in denying it. You I was surprised as well, I never thought they'd admit so easily, well Aunt Ryoko did. Knowing her, that's quite expected. I want to know what it is. Why? What are you hiding? Ignoring my question, eh? I never thought you'd be a demanding kid. Well, whatever we're hiding, we won't tell you. Fine. Then why are you hiding it? Ryoko sensed Yui's determination and is not giving up until she gets an answer. But I won't give up either, why? Because it's our secret. Yeah, we've known each other since childhood and went to the same high school, why didn't we tell anyone it is our business? Is it really that bad for you to hide it even from dad? We're your family, don't you think we deserve to know? Yui asked, looking at her mom. This kid's smart, trying to get answers from Yuki-chan since she couldn't get it from me by trying to guilt-trip her mom. What a cunning and devious kid, she's going to be a scary woman after a few years. I need to tell Yuki-chan to keep an eye on her from now on, Ryoko said to herself. Miyuki tried her best to stand her ground despite how her daughter's looking at her, Yui, please understand that, we're keeping this for a reason and it's for the best. That's exactly it. How can I understand if you won't tell me? And how is it for the best when you're lying to us? Ui, that's not what we're. You know Ui-chan, Ryoko butted in once again, you may not understand this now, but there are things in this world that you're better off not knowing. Just because we're hiding something doesn't mean we're lying already. It's the same as not telling the truth. No, altering facts or making up stories to make a person believe you, that's lying. Pretty much what your mother did earlier when she said she forgot to tell you we went to the same high school. And I'm sure you have secrets as well that you don't want to tell us, right? If I'm asked about it, I'll answer truthfully. Is that so? Then you won't hide anything if I asked you a series of questions? You'll answer honestly? Yes. Well, aren't we perfect? You're not hiding anything? No. The only secret I had was my relationship with Azusa-chan, but now that mom and dad know about her I don't have anything to hide anymore, Yui answered with conviction. How interesting, Ryoko paused for a moment and just looked at Yui before continuing, fine. Huh? I'll tell you. Yoko-chan. Miyuki panicked. Really, it confused Yui, but she felt happy that her aunt Ryoko would finally tell her. However in one condition, Ryoko said, you have to tell us everything what we want to know first, before we tell you our secret. That's only fair right? I got it. I have nothing to hide. But Ryoko didn't believe it so she smiled mischievously at the youngster and planned on proving her wrong. Don't underestimate me Yui-chan, there's no such thing as a secretless person. You have guts I'll give you that but you're putting a lot of emotion into this and that was your mistake making you too careless. You still have a lot to learn, kid, this is going to be fun. 
Miyuki on the other hand knew what her friend's smile meant and it made her worry for Yui, but at the same time, she's looking forward to what Ryoko's going to do. Yoko-chan's being such a child again but, it's been so long since I last felt my heartbeat so fast like this. I need to worry about Yui, but I couldn't help but feel excited. This is Yoko-chan after all. Living Room Meanwhile, Kiyoshi and Azusa are still stuck in their awkward world, clueless until now on what they should do or say, only managing to make small talk every few minutes. So you're in the same club as Yui? Yes, I play the guitar. Oh, that's nice. I heard you and Miyuki-san travel a lot. Oh yes, we always want to see new places. That's nice. Why yeah. The weather's nice today, isn't it? Yes, the storm's gone. Yeah. Back to the kitchen. And without any hesitation, Ryoko began to ask Yui, great. Now first question, when did you and this Azusa-chan started dating? Spring of this year. Oh. That was fast, how admirable, Ryoko, praised then continued to ask her, so when in spring exactly? When the seniors were on their second day in Kyoto. That's a Sunday. So you two confessed to each other while your sister was on a trip? Yes. Where did that happen? Yui gulped for a split second and said, at our house. Oh, she panicked a little. That was fast so I just have to focus on their house, eh? Ryoko noticed, before continuing. Since your parents were on a trip that time and Yui-chan's also on a trip that time, that means you two got the whole house for yourselves? No. She and a friend of ours spent the night that day. That Sunday? No, Saturday. Oh. And your friend went home the next day, which is Sunday, the day you and Azusa-chan declared your feelings for each other in your house, correct? Yes, but before she went home, we still hung out the next morning, Jun-chan was bored because she couldn't read the next volume of the manga she's reading so we went to the batting center and then went to school to feed Tun-chan, the light music club's pet turtle. Miyuki can see that Yui's starting to get uncomfortable and seeing Ryoko raise an eyebrow while smiling mischievously at her. She can tell that her daughter made a mistake somewhere. Yoko-chan's been asking her questions a little faster after the previous one. And she's pacing while asking, like a detective interrogating a suspect or a lawyer questioning a witness. She's making me feel like we're not in the kitchen anymore. I bet Yui's subconsciously feeling that as well. But, her unfazed expression, the way she asks her, her confidence, as if she already knows what she's hiding and just confirming her about it. Where have I seen that before? Giving me unnecessary information, you're showing your nervousness, Yui-chan. Trying to pull me away from asking about the events that happened in your house, huh? That's not going to work since you already dug your own grave even before we started. Interesting. So what time did you guys finish your fun together? Late afternoon around 5 and 6 p.m. And after that your friend, Jun-chan, went home? Yes, she did. Oh she's starting to answer slowly. What mode of transportation did she take? 
She took the bus. So since you three were together, you guys walked her to the terminal, right? Yes, we did. Then when she boarded the bus, you and Azusa-chan were the only left, correct? Yes. And since you said you guys confessed to each other that Sunday, the second day of the senior's trip, at your house, I guess it's safe to assume now that Azusa-chan didn't go home right away and instead went back to your house with you, am I right? All right, and in the end, UI couldn't hide her anxiety anymore. Gotcha. And the first drop of sweat finally rolled down your face. It's time for me to play, Ryoko thought to herself while having an evil smile on her face. Watching her aunt smile at her so diabolically made her even more nervous. She's 100% certain that she has nothing to hide, but why do I feel scared? What's with that look? Why is auntie so scary? So, Yui-chan, Ryoko started and took a step closer to Yui. Did you guys confess right away when you got back to your house? Oh don't worry by the way, I won't ask the details on what you guys said to each or anything that's private stuff after all. And no, we did our homework first before that happened. Diligent as ever you are Yui-chan. So where did you do your homework? In my room. I bet that confession happened in your room too, right? Why yeah. She's getting really nervous. Tell me Yui Chan, did something else happen in that room aside from those two? W what do you mean auntie? And nothing, nothing happened. Really? You didn't have ass. No. Why okay Ochan? What are you asking? Ryoko watched Yui go red and cover her face with her hands from embarrassment. And she liked it that way. What? She faced Miyuki. I haven't said anything yet. I was about to say snacks. What were you two thinking? Shut up Yoko-chan. You and your excuses. I know exactly what you were about to say. Ryoko gave a chuckle and said, fine, fine you got me, before she turned her attention to Yui next, but I'm quite surprised that you knew what I was going to say too, Yui-chan. Miyuki realized it and was surprised as well. I, I, I just... Don't tell me you were thinking of doing that with Azusa-chan, hmm? And no. I wasn't. I could never. Yui answered defensively, which just made it more obvious that she was lying. Oh. Then what's with that face and embarrassed reaction? You definitely had that in mind. I mean, you two were alone, in your room, that night, with no one else around, you got the whole house to yourselves. Yui couldn't answer anymore and was about to cry. She didn't know what to do since her mother was watching and listening. Oops. I think I went a little too far, Ryoko said to herself when she saw tears building up in Yui's eyes. She put an arm around the youngster's shoulder and said, Geez, you don't have to cry. That's completely normal. Most kids your age start to think about stuff. Your mom was the same too when she was in high school. That's not true. Miyuki immediately opposed it. 
Ryoko ignored her and continued to talk to Yui, anyway, all I'm saying is that it just comes to your mind naturally, especially if you're in love. You'll have that certain desire to learn about your partner at some point. Sure, it's a bit embarrassing at first, but that's normal too, okay? As Miyuki listened, part of her wanted to stop Ryoko from continuing this kind conversation with a minor but after seeing her friend handle it well, she just let her be. After all, she's a mother too. Azusa-chan's the one with the pigtails right? Why yeah, Yui answered as she wiped her tears. Hmm, she looks like the shy and sunderish type. Yui smiled and said, she is. Then want me to give you some tips? F both Miyuki and Yui said in unison. Yoko-chan. Yui didn't answer and just looked hesitant, but Ryoko could sense that she wanted to hear it. Right. With those kinds of people like Azusa-chan, you need to be gentle and aggressive. First, you have to, O.W. That's enough Yoko-chan. Miyuki said after hitting her friend on the head. You I don't listen to your aunt Ryoko anymore. You're no fun Yuki-chan, Ryoko said while rubbing the part of her head where Miyuki hit then turned her attention to Ui, well I hope you learned your lesson Ui-chan. Eh? Curiosity is fine, but try to control it and keep it in place, the saying curiosity killed the cat shouldn't be taken lightly. There are certain things that people don't want to talk about, like you and your fantasies about Azusa-chan. At that moment, Yui finally realized her mistake and felt ashamed to force the truth out of them. You're right, I'm sorry mom, auntie. I just couldn't help but think of the reason why you would hide your friendship like that. Yui like I said earlier, we have a reason for hiding it, Miyuki said. That's right. But we had decided that if you answered my questions truthfully, I'll tell you what it is, so I'll tell you. Wah. You have gotta be kidding me Yoko-chan. But auntie, I lied in your last question. It's fine I had fun seeing you embarrassed anyway, Ryoko said with a grin on her face, but that immediately changed into a frown, letting her know that she's serious already. I'll tell you to keep my end of the deal, and since you already found out about it anyway, just promise not to tell anyone else, especially Yui-chan and Nodoka-chan, got it? I, I got it, I promise. Why wait? Yoko-chan stop it don't, Miyuki begged, but Ryoko didn't pay any attention to her. The truth is, your mom and I. Yoko-chan. We're sisters. Wah, Yui was too surprised to finish her one-word sentence. Ryoko continued, half-sisters to be exact. Your late grandfather was a cheater, lying for nothing, bastard. He had two wives, and that's my mother and Miyuki's mother, your late grandmother. After Miyuki was born, he left us for another woman again and we haven't seen him since then. Until we got the news that he already passed away years ago, but not that I care. No one suspected it before, even us because both our moms didn't use your grandfather's last name. That is until we were in sixth grade when your mom and I found out we're sisters through a common photo we both had of him, we were already best friends at that time. It did put our friendship to the test though. But after a while we were able to fix our problem. 
and for some complicated and very long familial reasons we can't let other people know about it. Time stopped for UI when she heard the story and the word sisters echoed in her head endlessly. It was truly unexpected and she was dumbfounded, then she remembered her own sister. Then, Owani-chan and Nodoka-san are. W. Re. That's not the main reason, but now that they're together, that's another reason why we should keep this a secret. We don't know what will happen if they find out and who knows what Satoru will do if he finds out. But it's not like they could get each other pregnant or anything so we really have nothing to worry about as long as we keep this to ourselves, right? Yui had trouble responding due to shock but was able to give a nod to her aunt. She saw Miyuki look away with a very troubled face and a clenched fist. Mom, I see, now I understand why they kept it a secret. And Yui finally let the topic go without digging much into it anymore. The three of them just walked out the kitchen leaving behind everything they talked about in that room, promising to never to bring them up ever again. Chapter 15 It was already late afternoon and while the sun started to set someone was just waking up from a deep slumber. Ugh, I feel sore. W, where am I? A room, not my room. What, happened? Sniff, I smell seawater. What's that sound? Waves. Beach. Sea, waves. The storm. Yui. Ow. Nodoka instantly felt the pain from her aching body as she suddenly sat up from the bed she was lying in. She was sore from head to toe and couldn't move much. She put a hand on her head as she felt dizzy after getting up so fast from bed while trying to remember what happened before she woke up. Let's see, we're looking for Yui at Muji's villa, a huge wave wrecked her boat and, I jumped to save her. I remember getting to her but, that's all. What time is it? Nodoka turned to the clock on the side table to check. 5, colon 40. I can't see much, oh yeah, I threw away my glasses before jumping off the cliff. How long was I asleep? How did I get here? Yui. I need to know if they found Yui as we. MMMNNPH. The sound that interrupted Nodoka came from someone sleeping under the covers beside her, which she failed to notice. She instinctively thought it was Yui, but she didn't jump to conclusions just yet. She slowly reached for the blanket and pulled it to her side. Why Yui, she whispered to herself. Nodoka couldn't believe it, all this time she was just sleeping beside her. She's sleeping so soundly like nothing happened and without realizing it, Nodoka was already crying. As she's alive, she's right here with me, sleeping like a baby, thank goodness, she's here. It's like a dream, seeing her like this makes me feel like that storm never happened. Did that really happen? She gently touched Yui's face and felt her warmth on her palm, I don't care what happened anymore as long as she's here, we're finally together. She smiled so constantly as she watched her sleep, I've seen her silly sleeping face so many times, but I never get tired of it. MMMNRPPH She's waking up. Yui slowly sat up and rubbed her eyes. 
She took a quick look around and then fully woke up when she suddenly remembered what happened. Sorry, did I wake you? Yui turned to her side and saw Nodoka crying but smiling and Nodoka-chan. Good morning, well, it's almost night time though. Nodoka-chan, with a big smile on her face, she lunged in to hug her girlfriend. Slap, but Nodoka stopped her midway. Enodoka-chan, a confused Yui said while holding her cheek. You idiot. Do you know how worried we were about you? I mean, who would be stupid enough to go to a beach in a storm? After feeling happy and relieved that Yui was okay, Nodoka now remembered to get mad at her for doing reckless things. Eh? You knew where I was? I did. If our friends and your family hadn't come to our house, we wouldn't have found you. You would have been dead. And I, I, Nodoka started crying hard and had trouble continuing what she was going to say. Yui embraced Nodoka tightly and said, I'm sorry Nodoka-chan, I really am. You don't know how scared I was. I thought I was going to lose you. But you didn't, see? I'm here, I'm okay, we're together right now. But, you're right, if I was in your place I would have been scared to death myself. I'm really sorry Nodoka-chan. Nodoka finally hugged her back and said, don't. Don't ever do that again. I won't, I promise. Nodoka pulled away and checked Yui's swollen cheek that she slept. Let me see, I'm sorry, did I hit you too hard? It did hurt, but it's fine, I made you worry after all, Yui said with a big grin on her face. Idiot, you made all of us worry, but I still love you Yui. I love you too Nodoka-chan, said Yui and slowly leaned in for a kiss. But Miyuki came in with Ryoko to check on them and interrupted the couple. Why you reawake? Yui. Miyuki immediately ran to her and embraced her while crying. Ryoko had the same reaction as well, Nadoka-chan. Mom, they both said and hugged their respective mothers back. Thank God. Yui, you're okay. You too Nadoka-chan. For goodness sake, don't just jump off a cliff and almost give me a heart attack. E-eh? You jumped off a cliff, Nodoka-chan? Yui was surprised to hear what she did. Eh sorry mom. The mother and daughter reunion didn't last long for them when Yui came as well with Azusa. The junior immediately let the others know about the good news and less than a minute later, their friends came running to them with tears in their eyes, happy to see them well. Amidst the joy and laughter of friends and family, Nodoka noticed someone missing. By the way, where's dad? Nodoka asked and instantly the once lively room turned gloomy. Now that you mention it, dad's not here either, Yui said, noticing Kiyoshi's absence. T they read taking a walk on the beach right now. I don't know where they are, so I couldn't tell them you're awake already, Azusa answered Nodoka anxiously. Oh. Then what's with those faces? Did something happen? asked Nodoka. Aya, nothing. Muji said, we just remembered that the road back home is still blocked by fallen trees from the storm, so we're stuck here for a while. I see. 
I'll go and prepare some food for you, I'm sure you guys are hungry. Girl a lil, I sure am, Yui said and put a hand on her tummy, thanks Muji-chan. It's no problem, Muji said with a smile. Yeah, it's no wonder you guys are hungry, you've been asleep for five days, said Ritsu. Eh? Five days, both Nudoka and Yui said. Just kidding, said Ritsu before laughing, you were asleep for just twenty plus hours. Well I'll go ahead and start cooking, Muji said. I'll help you, Miel offered. Hmph. Wah? Wait, Muji. Huh? Are they fighting? Yui asked. Well it was Mio's fault, said Ritsu, she was checking out one of Muji's doctors who treated you. I wasn't. Yeah right. I really wasn't. Okay that's enough. So Wako interfered, come on let's leave the family to have their time with each other. And the friends left, giving them the time alone to talk. The family appreciated it, but Ryoko had something more in mind. It's not like keeping it a secret will do any good and she'll find out anyway sooner or later, so might as well let her find out directly from me than from other people. Ryoko looked at Miyuki and gave a gentle smile, immediately she knew what her friend wanted. Say, Yui can you stand, asked Miyuki, why don't we take a little walk since you've been in bed for so long, that's bad for your body. Being sharp as always, Yui was already able to pick up what was happening. But my arms and shoulder hurt, Yui complained. That has nothing to do with walking Wanichan, and it's probably because you rode too much yesterday. Come on, I'll help you. Let's get you some fresh air, Yui said and gently assisted her sister out of the room, together with Miyuki. Maybe I should move a little too, Nodoka said after seeing the Hirasawa family walk out. Ha! Huh. As if you can, said Ryoko. I bet you can't even lift your leg one inch. Ugh. She's right, Nodoka thought to herself after trying. That's fine, you don't have to push yourself. By the way, here's your glasses, Ryoko said and handed them to her. Also, can I sit beside you? Thanks, Mom. Of course. What's with you? You didn't have to ask. Well I didn't want to make you uncomfortable or something, said Ryoko and took a seat. Now that's just weird, you always make me uncomfortable. Are you really my mom? Am I still dreaming? Now that's just rude. Ryoko said, well the truth is there are a few things I want to say. First, I, I want to apologize for what I said before, you know? For saying that you and Yui-chan are just a phase. Oh that? I actually forgot about that. But it's fine mom, you don't have to worry about it. But, you know? I, I just, Ryoko's voice started to tremble and tears began to fall as she tried to say what she needed to say. M mom. I almost lost you, and I was so scared. I do don't know what I'll do if that happened and without even, why you know, without even, without even letting you know that I love you and I'm sorry for what I said, I really am. Seeing her mom cry for the first time in her life pained Nodoka that tears just fell from her eyes as well. 
She held Ryoko's hand and smiled at her, I love you too mom and I told you it's okay. I'm not mad about that anymore. I'm sorry if I worried you with what I did. Nodoka-chan, if you say that it's not a phase, then I believe you. I'm sorry if I thought that it was, Ryoko said with a smile and wiped her tears. Thanks mom. It's actually thanks to that I was able to stand up to dad and tell him that I don't want to go to Oxford, so don't be so hard on yourself. It was the mention of Nodoka's dad that Ryoko was reminded of her plan to have a divorce and she still needs to tell her daughter about it. I'm really happy for you Nodoka-chan. And as a mother, I want to see you happy, especially with the one you love. Thanks mom. I wish dad would feel the same way. You don't have to worry about him anymore. I'll have that taken care of. Huh? What do you mean? I won't let him do anything to you nor to Yui-chan anymore. W-Y. What will you do? Nodoka's curious, but mostly nervous of what her mom is planning. The way she said it feels like she's thinking of killing him. Outside the bedroom. What do you think you're doing UI? Miyuki asked with her arms crossed in front of her. Uh, I, I'm, standing by in case something happens. The. That's what Yoko-chan used to say. That Yoko-chan. Teaching my child inexcusable things. Miyuki let out a breath to calm down and said, that seems to be becoming a habit UI. I'm telling you to stop that now. You're already invading their privacy. If you ever do that again, you're not allowed to cook in the kitchen anymore, and when we're gone on a trip, Yui will cook your meals till we get back. What? Owani-chan? Hmm, that last one's maybe a bit dangerous. Then I'll just cut 500 yen from your allowance, and you're not allowed to see Azusa-chan till we get back from our trip. I, I understand, I'll stop. Now go and take your sister outside. Why yes. That Yoko-chan. I'll definitely give her a piece of my mind later. She easily influences people younger than her. Back in the bedroom. I know this is going to be hard for you to understand right now, but I hope someday you will. W. Watt is it mom. The truth is, I told your father I want a divorce. Wa, D.I.V., Devo, Nodoka didn't know how to react. I'll call my lawyer, once we get back. Diver, wait mom. You're not making any sense, why? Why now? Why so suddenly? What did dad say? He didn't agree to it. Then. But I've made up my mind. I'm sorry I told you this now, right after you woke up. I want to let you know, before anything else. How come you never told me this before? When did you decide on this? Last night, a straightforward answer. Lost last night? You haven't even thought this through. Nodoka said frustrated with her mother's impulsive decision. Do you really hear yourself right now mom? Do you even realize what you want to happen? You're being reckless mom, I mean you're throwing away your marriage? How is that so easy for you? 
How? Simple, I stopped caring. Huh? Just like your father did. Nodoka looked at her mother with confusion, trying to understand what she meant. I expected you'd react this way, but I'm sorry, I've made my decision. I don't need to think about this anymore, all I need to think about now is you and your future. And Nodoka couldn't say anything more even if she wanted to. Anyway, try moving your body around a little, okay? But don't try too hard or you'll hurt yourself, Ryoko said before standing up and walking out the room. But Nodoka didn't want her to leave yet, she wanted to talk her mom out of it more. Mom! Why, ow, she fell on the floor after trying to get out of bed so suddenly. My legs hurt so bad, how much did I swim last night? Nonetheless, she stood up and tried to chase after Ryoko once again, slowly this time. Nodoka was able to reach the door and get out to the hall. Mom, she called out while leaning on the wall for support, but Ryoko wasn't there anymore. Careful Nodoka, Miyuki, who was originally waiting for Ryoko, was there instead. Auntie, where's mom? I still want to talk to her. She's, she and dad are, Nodoka said with a pleading voice. I know and I don't think you'll be able to talk her out of it Nodoka. She's determined to go through with it. But why? What did dad do last night for her to think it's enough reason to have divorce? I guess, it's that one moment where he's expected to care the most, but didn't that lead your mom to have a divorce? I stopped caring, just like your father did. Nodoka remembered her mother's words. You see last night, Miyuki started, when your junior told us you just jumped off the cliff to save Yui, your mom almost went crazy. She wanted to swim after you so badly, just like I did when I heard a wave hit Yui. We just wanted to jump in and swim, but we didn't know where to, you weren't surfing, and so was Yui, so we had no idea. Seeing you guys just disappear like that into raging the sea was the scariest thing we could have ever felt. But Satorakuen, he, well he said something, it wasn't really that bad, but it was the wrong time for him to say it and we all were surprised since we didn't expect it, that's where your mom exploded. W-H-Y? What did dad say? Well he, Miyuki hesitated before saying it, he called you and what you did stupid. After telling Nodoka what happened she knew that the child was hurt. Be but still said Nodoka and looked away, that's just how dad is. But you didn't deserve that kind of remark, especially that time when we were all helpless and you were able to do something. It was risky, but it's still something, that's always better than nothing. Also, no parent would want to hear such a thing at a crucial moment. But, dad just had a bad timing, is that really enough reason for a divorce? For your mom it is. I know it's not an answer to everything, I'm actually against it and tried to talk her out of it myself, but she's already decided. At least try to understand where your mom is coming from. Being a mother like myself it wasn't hard for me to see her point in this situation, just keep in mind that she's doing this not only because she's mad at your dad but mostly because she's thinking of you. Nodoka was finally convinced to stop. She didn't want her parents to get divorced, but she didn't know what to do, and that worried her. 
After Miyuki helped her back to bed, Nodoka couldn't stop thinking about it. Mom, is it so he can't restrict Yui and me anymore? If so, you don't have to do it. I won't let him stop me anymore so you don't have to go through with it, 